Hello, and welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast, where we discuss integration of body, mind, spirit, and how to show up in alignment with our authentic selves. I'm your host, Suzanne Venus, and I want to welcome you to this space. So today I wanted to touch on boundaries. And this actually stems from uh, my personal experience in the last couple of days on boundaries. And I think it's always important to revisit boundaries, whether it's in your professional life, your personal life, your relationships, your interrelationships, um, and renegotiate and have those conversations. Now, from an energetic standpoint, when you are not boundaried, you are not clear on your boundaries. I want you to imagine that your energetic field is like this uh, bubble that kind of goes around you, a domed egg shape. Um, so in it is your physical body, but you also have all the layers of your body. What it looks like to me when the, how the energetic field looks like to me when people don't have clear boundaries is like, it's a couple of things. It can be like a harpoon gun with a, um, like a hook and a rope attached that is logged in or pulling on the edge of this dome. Sometimes it looks like spider webs all over the place, but what it's essentially doing, it's all these cords that are on the outside of your energetic body and they actually put holes in your energy field. Now, why does this even matter? What does this matter? You're talking in terms of esoteric stuff, Suzanne, and how does that, how does that, you know, play into um, real life? Okay. (laughs) Again, we are all made of energy. We are all made of particles. We are moving matter. And when that energy field is not, um, full, consistent, solid, and I don't mean solid dense, but your own and you're playing on everybody else's energies and holding them, it's fucking exhausting. It actually takes a toll on your nervous system. And so yesterday I was, I had, um, you know, a full day. My daughter has been at home with online learning. That's where we're at um, at this point in time. Maybe you're listening to this later, um, but it is May 2021, and my daughter is doing online learning. I am working with clients. Um, I'm a spiritual and energetic coach and healer, and so I have a studio in my home. So I'm working with clients. Plus, she's doing online learning, um, trying to navigate and manage that. Plus, her preteen. Um, hormones and moods, which uh, any other parent who has a preteen or teen uh, knows that it is an interesting time to navigate. And so ironically, I taught this age and teens and loved them so much and they always related to me, but yet when it's your own child, somehow you become stupid. And so, you know, anyway, so navigating that and working all day with clients And the nature of um, my partner's work is that, you know, he is so busy that I am often, and work shift work, so I'm often um, alone, especially in the summer season, to be managing the parenting in the evening and weekends on my own with no parental support. So I have to be really clear on my boundaries. Um, And yesterday I went for a walk with my friend in the evening after a long day. And 
I literally, my phone would not stop pinging and dinging. And because we didn't take our children with us and I needed to make sure I had access to my daughter, I had to leave my phone on, but I was receiving texts, emails that were work emails, DMs, um, Facebook messages, like they were just dinging on and on and on. It was all business related. And I went, this is a lot because I am a one woman show. I, you know, create the content that comes on this podcast on my own. I do the editing, I upload, I have no assistance. I do all the back end work for my website courses, um, you know, marketing business, all of that stuff, bookkeeping, everything on my own, as well as parenting and working with clients. And so, you know, there's, there's a lot on my plate. Um, so my nervous system last night, uh, my daughter went to have a bath in the evening and I fucking fell asleep at seven 30 and I had had the best sleep the night before I worked out twice. Um, I had a really good day, but my mental, my nervous system was taxed. Um, and I fell asleep. I woke up shortly after eight and I was in bed by nine 30, um, just to reset my nervous system. And then I was dreaming about all the messages coming through. And so my energy field this morning, I really amplified. So I did a light pulling meditation where I was filling that energetic body full of light, as well as disconnecting with all these energetic hooks that were coming in via social media, via text messages, via emails, and so on. So to me, boundaries, the best metaphor or analogy that I can make is like the fence that is around your home and your property. Um, often people have this in their backyards and they have a gate or two, and that's the place in which you allow people into your yard, in and out of your yard. That's what boundaries are like. It is saying, this is my space. This is where you're allowed to come in. And this is where I'd like you to leave. And it's up to us to communicate those boundaries and they need to be communicated professionally. They need to be communicated with our children, with our partners, um, with our potential clients, all of those things. And it's on us to communicate them. Um, if we don't, we have leaky boundaries. It's like leaving your fucking fence open. Well, you're going to get coyotes maybe where I live. You may get rabbits that are crapping all over your lawn. Uh, if you have dogs, you leave the gate open, they may be escaping. Um, so what you don't want to get out, will get find a way out. And when you don't want to get in, we'll find a way in. It's up to you to latch and open that gate as you need to see as you see fit. So boundaries are all reflective of your self-worth. They need to be in place in every relationship of what behavior, conversations, um, and actions are acceptable and unacceptable. And so there's a couple of steps in boundaries. Um, they need to be communicated lovingly. Thank you for your interest. I hear what you are saying. To be respectful of the other person's feelings, beliefs, values, and also reiterate what your feelings, beliefs, capacity are. Okay. You also need to set what is acceptable in this term. So I'll give a couple of examples um, that of anecdotes that I have used before. Okay. So one is with my mom. 
So during this time of COVID, um, especially last well, spring and last fall in 2020, uh, she would converse with me, you know, three, four times a week. Um, she lives interprovincially inter from me, so not in the same province, but we speak on the phone all the time. And her fear and anxiety was so high that COVID and what was happening and the numbers and the vaccines and da 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 was the topic of almost every conversation until I didn't want to talk to my mom on the phone. And I went, well, this is ridiculous because I actually have a really great relationship with my mother. I enjoy her perspective, but this is consuming. And I recognize that this is out of her fears. However, I can't do this anymore. So the next time I spoke to my mom, I said, mom, I hear what you're saying. I understand you're worried and concerned. I love you very much. I want you to know that. And, you know, your fears are, you know... They make sense. I get it. But can we please talk about something else? I don't have the capacity to have this conversation anymore. And she was receptive to that. There were a couple of times that I needed to remind her along the way, but she was receptive once I set that boundary in place. Another one that happens is in partnerships. Uh, sometimes our partners are our biggest mirror of growth. And so they test us the most and we have the most emotional reactivity with our partner. And so sometimes things can get heated with elevation of voice discussion or whatever it happens to be. And one thing that I've put into place, and this is challenging, is to say, I see that you're really emotionally reactive right now. I don't have the capacity to deal with that and have this conversation. So we'll come to back to this when we can both be present. And I've had that called out on me too, because I'm not a fucking angel, you guys. I will lose my shit as well. And there are times where it takes another person's eyes to say, listen, I don't think you have the capacity to talk with it, about this um, without being emotionally reactive and responsive. So let's not do it right now. Another one that has happened is with my daughter. Um, boundaries in the way she communicates with me. So she's in this preteen stage. She is trying, she has the death of her childhood is what is essentially happening. And so she's navigating through that. But sometimes it comes with me being stupid, me not knowing any better, eye rolling, sighing, all of the things that I know I am not alone here in my motherhood with a daughter who does this. And of course she feels the most safe with me. And so I get the shit end of the stick. But I've had to tell her, listen, you wouldn't speak to your teacher this way. You wouldn't speak to your grandparents this way. You're not being polite. And it's not that I need you to be a good girl, but your tone and the way in which you're speaking to me is makes me feel like crap. So I, I wish that you could revisit this and figure out a way that you can talk to me about what you're concerned about without me feeling like I'm personally attacked. And then the last one is business. My God, yesterday was just too much. Um, the inbox of requests in my Instagram is out, absolutely outrageous. I have people pitching me for uh, being sponsors for this, that, and the other. Um, I have people that will approach me and they 
as if they want to have a conversation and I just immediately ask them, what's your pitch? Just give me your pitch so I can say no, probably. Um, but I don't like your hedging game. Like, come on, be upfront of what you're doing. And then, if, and then eventually it comes out. I've had people asking if I could, um, if they could pay me to have pictures of my feet, all kinds of things. And those don't get a request or an answer. They stay in my request inbox and they don't get an answer. And I have to filter through what is acceptable, what is not. On Mother's Day, I had a relatively new follower uh, wish me a Mother's Day and then proceed to ask me about what I do, how can I help them, is it right for them? And I just said, here's my Coles Notes version, which I copy and pasted because I have that on file. And I said, it's also Mother's Day. So I'm going to return to Mother's Day and my family and what's a priority. And you figure it out. Listen, my job is not to convince anyone whether I'm a right fit for them or not. You're here following in some capacity for a reason. I know I'm damn good at what I do. Uh, if you are overwhelmed, if you're out of alignment, if you have physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual concerns, I really help people navigate through that. But I'm not going to sit here and convince somebody on Mother's Day when I am a mother about why they should or shouldn't be with me. You know what? There's testimonials. Read them. Go to my website. Read them. I, I don't have time or capacity to spend days, months, hours convincing you whether it's the right fit or not. You can figure that out on your own. May sound harsh, but you can't be 100% everything for everyone. I've had people ask me if I would extend and work, uh, take them at 7.30 or 8 at night because they have a family. And I say, I have a family too and a really involved kid in sports. And I parent a lot by myself. And I have zero family support around here. Um, and I work and, and, and. And... I'm also, you know, an almost 42-year-old woman who worked her way through university, working evenings and weekends, as well as my first years teaching. Um, I worked evenings and weekends, and I'm not working evenings and weekends anymore. My family time is sacred, and that is that is where I choose to spend that time. Um, and sometimes this doesn't sit well with clients, but here's the thing. Those that want to be with you will find a way to be with you. And so, again, Best analogy I can say is that gate, or sorry, that fence around the perimeter of your yard. With that gate, people know where they can come in and out and keep it clear, concise, communicate them, revisit them, evaluate them and see what needs to shift. Um, it is all a reflection of your own worth. So with that, I wish you a wonderful day of setting boundaries, recognizing your worth, recognizing that <sighs> boundaries are not selfish. They're necessary. Um, it's necessary for your own mental well-being. And anytime I feel mentally taxed, my uh, sympathetic response system is up and, and I go, shit, I need to reevaluate my boundaries. And that's where I'm at right now and working with those. So it does create these holes in your energy field. You need to fill yourself up with light and then you need to um, get those boundaries in place. Have the most beautiful day. I thank you so much for being here as always. 
And if you ever want to work with me, you know where to find me. I am booking usually three to four weeks out, as well as access any of my online content on my Soul School. I swear it will change your life and help shift you into alignment. Have a beautiful day. Bye for now.